one thing you need to do is just always be prepared for the what if. And there's nothing that helps you prepare for the what if like having cash in the bank. So the importance of an emergency fund is always going to be something that I'm going to stress. It's time for the Making Money Podcast with financial advisor, Lee Perkins. Welcome in to the Making Money Podcast. I am Ben George alongside Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. Today we're t- talking life events that spark major changes. You know, we've been changed, uh, changing a lot of the way we do things, the way we live, and a lot of our finances with the way things have hap- uh, kind of developed over the last couple of months with the coronavirus outbreak, and we're still dealing with that now. But beyond that, there are some other life events that really make you really re- reevaluate your financial situation and uh, assess kind of where you are and where you need to go from there. So we're going to run through five of those today with Lee. And we'll bring him in now. Lee, how are you? I'm doing well, Ben. We're just trying to figure out what this new normal is with uh, with everything that's going on and learning how to be cooped up in the house with the family. It's, you know, a challenge, but overall it's been really fun. Yeah, it is a different life change for sure. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's given me more time with my daughter, but uh, I'm kind of getting to the point now where I'm like, man, I just want to be able to go out to dinner and not have to get takeout or, you know, go visit some friends, just anything besides, uh, you know, the same kind of day in, day out, uh, not, exactly. not really mundane, but a lot of the same things over and over. Yeah, that's talking to my wife the other day. That's the one thing we are looking forward to the the most is being able to go out to dinner somewhere and have somebody bring us food to the table. I, th- I want to go to a Mexican restaurant. There's a barbecue place that I love here in town. I want to go there and then I want to go to go get a big steak somewhere. Oh. So that yeah, we're we're looking forward to that, man. I know I know you are too. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, that's going to be great when it gets when it gets open back up and hopefully we're kind of getting to that to that point soon. I know when this airs, it's a couple weeks after we recorded it, but hopefully things are starting to kind of turn the corner. I know we'll learn a lot in May and in June. I know we just, me and you both personally don't want us to touch college football season. You know, we're trying to stay no. optimistic there. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I need that schedule to stay exactly like it is. And we'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do with, uh, with how, how they let people attend games if if they keep the same schedule and don't push it back anything so i am definitely um i'm watching that to see what happens yeah and same for high school football too i guess you know with it being so big and you know in your community there making uh i know we want that to be, be played as well it's, a, it's such a big thing for the community so yep we got our fingers crossed on everything but uh we're going to continue our conversations with financial planning and and today we're focused on life events we're going to get to that uh, in just a second but i want to lead things off with a little getting to know you question it's getting to know you time all right so we try to get to know lee away from the office and away from what we talk about here day in day out and the question for you today lee i'd like you to answer is what's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you all right, so when I got this question, I thought about it. I think I need to say when I when I met my wife, that's the luckiest thing that nice, ever nice. that ever happened to me. So I need to say that in case she hears the podcast. <laughs> but outside of that, uh, I actually got a hole in one one time playing golf, oh, and, man. and it was it was an extremely lucky shot. You know, it was at a par three course here in Macon that's not even open anymore, and I and I tell people that you know that I hit a pitching wedge real high and 
landed it on the green right behind the pin and backed it up into the cup and that's you know that would be a great story but actually it, it was about a 110 yard hole i sculled the the shot right <laughs> off i sculled it right off of the off the tee box and it bounced one time it was it was going 80 yards over the green and it hit the pin and dropped right in so that's that was a very lucky hole in one that's amazing that's how i picture i've never had one and it you know i'm, I'm just waiting for that day when it happens but that's how i'm picturing it like i've hit a lot of really good shots that i thought had a chance i went for that one shot that like i hit it right it kicks off a tree and you know bounces onto the green and rolls in the hole something like that yeah i'll take it, it take it, it however you can get it right you got it. You got it. And it can happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But that's great. I wish I'm waiting for that day when I can pick up my first. Yep. That's I, and cool. I still have the golf ball somewhere. I got it in, in a, a little plastic case somewhere, but I, I couldn't put my hands on it if somebody told me to. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's move now to the mailbag. I, I got a question I want to get to before we hop into our main topic as well. And and remember, if you ever want to send anything in for Lee, you can always do so at jlperkinswealth.com. They also, you can give them a call. Their office number is still answering it, even though – are you guys working from home some right now, Lee? Um, we're pretty much in the office okay. every day. I, I have worked from home a couple of times, and it's – I'd rather be here in the office, but uh, we are alternating days that my staff members here. So somebody is in our office every day and uh, they're, they're taking care of phone calls. And that number is pretty much business as usual. Great. And that number is 478-254-3550. Lee's also doing some webinars too, that'll be up on the website. So keep an eye out for those at jlperkinswealth.com. So our question comes in from uh, Joel and Macon. He writes, I'm tired of having five rental properties. So I'm going to sell at least three and maybe all five. I'll miss the income, but I won't miss the headache. I have quite a bit of equity in these properties. So the question is, how should I invest this money after I sell? Hmm. All right. I can't answer the question for Joel of how he should invest the money uh, after he sells it because I don't know anything about his situation. But I hear this all the time. People sort of do the, the rental property thing, and then it sort of wears on them over time with dealing with people who are the renters and things like that and repairs and all that. And once people get get tired of it and they don't want to do it anymore and they want to move on to something else, that's fine. But if, but for Joel, if the income is what you miss, then you probably want to look at doing something that could produce some more income. And, and you know, we would say we have clients in a similar situation that that want income, well, we put them in a, in a dividend-producing portfolio that pays a, higher, a high dividend. Sure, there's a little bit of risk, but the dividend comes in, comes in monthly, quarterly, however they pay. And it's very similar to the income that comes in from a rental property, except you don't have to deal with, with tenants. So that would be one option. But again, I, I couldn't tell you how to do it in, in just a, a question like this because I don't know enough about your situation. But anyway, congrats on at least thinking about moving the properties. And I hope you get hope you get top dollar for, for those if you do sell them. Yeah, some things to consider there. So feel free to reach out to Lee to, to explain your situation a little bit further, and he'll be able to help you out with some, some of the different options. But uh, if in comes the, the route to go, he can help you that way for sure. But yeah, congratulations on uh, that sell. If you do go that route, that should be a nice uh, change for you and, and some big some big income. And, and it kind of fits in our main topic of life events. That's not a huge life event, but it can be a big, big uh, moment in time for you and for your finances when you sell those properties. But there are some things in life that really kind of change the course, uh, your trajectory of your retirement planning. And these things can really impact you. And that's why it's important to really assess where you are, 
assess your financial situation with the professional and kind of figure out where you need to go from here because they can have some big changes. So I want to run through five today with you, Lee, five things that are pretty common. They don't, we don't know when they're going to happen necessarily, or they won't always happen to us, but there's a good chance these could impact you or somebody, you know, at some point in your life. So let's start off with the first one and that's moving to a new job. And let's say that this is something you know is going to happen. Let's say you're, you're, you got a new job offer, a big opportunity, uh, a big life change potentially, but you know that it's going to happen. You can plan for it. What do you need to be assessing at that point? This happens pretty frequently to people that I run into. And, and I always tell people during the first 90 days or six months or so, I wouldn't make any major financial decisions, meaning I wouldn't go out and buy a car or buy a house, because ultimately you don't know how that job's going to work out. And many times when you're hired in a new position nowadays, you're you're doing this on sort of a, a temporary or a trial basis so that, you know, it's a 90 day, I, I can't think of the word of what they call, but sort of a trial to see if it works out on both ends. So you could walk away or maybe they could, could separate from you. So just make sure you don't make any major financial decisions until you know that that job is going to be one that you feel like you're going to be there long term for. Another thing I would say is go ahead and jump right in to the retirement plan if you're eligible right away and, and make sure you do those kind of things. And, and of course, all the paperwork that comes with it, make sure the HR at wherever you're going to work does all the the crossing of the the t's and dotting the i's to make sure everything is is done properly on the front end and so yeah a, a new job can be exciting but you know the the unknown can be exciting but also a little bit of a little bit of hesitation for some folks as well when they start a new job yeah definitely you know the second one is one that i think a lot of people are experiencing right now we've got Record high unemployment uh, with the coronavirus really affecting many, many, many millions uh, of Americans. So getting fired or getting laid off is not something we always anticipate or can prepare for. But, you know, this can be a big change to your, your financial situation. Yeah, many times this does come out of left field. You don't see it coming. Uh, and other times, like with the coronavirus, you could sort of see this coming, even though it happened kind of quickly. And one thing you need to do is just always be prepared for the what if. And there's nothing that helps you prepare for the what if like having cash in the bank. So the importance of an emergency fund is always going to be something that I'm going to stress. And, you know, I I sent out an email to a lot of folks in my database this morning and talked about the importance of a, of an emergency fund. And if, if you wait until something happens to plan for that, then you're going to be ill-prepared and generally it's going to lead to poor decisions. So if if you have been fired or you have been laid off, the first thing to do is probably evaluate your spending because, you know, money coming in is going to really be decreased. It's going to be cut back significantly. Of course, you can file unemployment and those kind of things will help, but those checks aren't getting to people as quickly as they would be in a normal situation because of the the massive amount of folks that are collecting. So, you know, at this point, really what you can do is cut back on spending or just evaluate what it is until you can kind of get your head above water and we can see what things are going to look like going forward. Ultimately, I think eight out of 10 people that have been laid off during this coronavirus mess are probably going to wind up getting their jobs back. But we'll see. I think there's a lot of people that aren't going to get those same jobs back and they will be on the job market going forward. 
Yeah, it's a difficult situation for a lot of people right now. And hopefully, hopefully you're right on that. Hopefully the, the hiring does happen quickly and happen almost to as many people as were let off. But who knows where we'll go when everything settles down and how long everything lasts is, I guess, a big question. So uh, it can be a very difficult situation for a lot of people. The next one is one that some people might expect, but you just never know whether or not you'll receive an inheritance. But receiving that inheritance can feel like you won, you won the lottery, right? I mean, it can feel like you had this huge windfall. All of a sudden, you got a ton of money you don't really know what to do with. But you got to be very careful in this situation. Yeah, an inheritance can be a, a blessing to somebody or it can be a curse to somebody, depending on what they do with it. And kind of like this, the advice that I just gave somebody just got a new job, if you do receive an inheritance, don't go out and make a major purchasing decision right away just because you got this this new money and an inheritance comes in all all types of of money meaning the tax status of the money and so you got to be very careful about what you do with the money and how you do it because it can still have some implications financially for you if you spend the money depending on if it was just non-retirement money that you got or if it is retirement money that you inherited so make sure you just do a little planning ahead of time and maybe talk to somebody about what the right thing to do with that money is because ultimately you would like to possibly kickstart your retirement or maybe help that add to your retirement so that when you pull the trigger for retiring this inheritance can be a true blessing for you rather than just taking it and going and buying a car that'll be worthless in seven or eight years Unfortunately, a lot of people make that mistake. It's very easy to do because you all of a sudden have all this money at your fingertips. And uh, if you don't take a second to just step back and then evaluate where you're going, it can be it can be a curse, like you said. But the next one is kind of coronavirus related, related again. It can be. I know a lot of people right now are, are facing that, you know, dealing with the health crisis and have either contracted or worried about, you know, maybe getting coronavirus. But beyond that, you know, we all face medical situations all the time and some more serious than others. But, you know, that's something that can really uh, can really affect you, your pocketbook, especially if, if you do have to deal with a big, serious medical issue at some point. Yeah, and and this is one of those things we we know at some point all of us are going to get sick to some level, and being prepared ahead of time is is the best thing to do. And and being prepared, I'm talking about financially. We may not be prepared for a cancer diagnosis or or a coronavirus diagnosis or whatever, but we can be prepared financially because when when you're in that medical crisis, that's what you need to worry about. You need to worry about your your family, uh, folks that are that if it's not you, if it's a family member, you want to all your time and energy and efforts into to helping make sure that that person gets the best care possible. The last thing you want to worry about at that time is, is your money. So uh, again, you, you want your, if you've planned enough ahead of time, the, your money is going to take care of itself. And that, uh, that allows you the freedom to take care of the medical situation. And hopefully the medical situation won't drag out forever. Um, meaning it's not going to be a very long-term event. And if you've done the planning on the front end, the finances will take care of itself long enough until things get back to normal in your life, whatever normal looks like for you. Well, the last one's one that you know nobody likes to talk about, but something you really have to plan for because it can really, really affect you. And a lot of times, you know, you're not thinking clearly enough to deal with it, and that's dealing with death of a spouse. Yeah, this this one reared its ugly head in in my world last year. Probably, I had seven or eight clients lose their spouses, and right. only two of those were expected, meaning it was a, a long term illness. Two clients that had cancer, and 
they sort of knew that that was going to happen. That was going to be the end result. The other ones were pretty much uh, had a couple of accidents and then just a, you know, drop dead of a heart attack in a couple of situations and th- and things like that. So you can never prepare for that. And so that that's why, I mean, you cannot prepare for that emotionally, but you can prepare for those kind of things financially. And that's why I make that a critical piece of, of the planning that I do for my clients is we, we have that very difficult conversation of, hey, this is what things look like when one of you passes away. And, and I've had people cry in the meetings before because they don't like the, the it becomes surreal when, they, when they're, they're talking about the death of a spouse and, and thinking about that, the reality of that and what life looks like afterwards. Sometimes it's a very difficult thing and people deal with it differently. But if we can look at your finances ahead of time and make sure that there are no surprises on that end, the person is better able to grieve. And so I've seen it both go both ways, people that were prepared and people that were unprepared financially. And my encouragement is to make sure you play those scenarios out. Yeah, it's a difficult conversation to have. Nobody wants to do it, but these are the kind of conversations you have to have with an advisor to make sure you are in a good good position and prepared for everything that could come your way. I mean, it's, the reality of it is we, we deal with uh, many of these things in our lifetime, and uh, preparation is the key. And that's what an advisor does. They work with you on a comprehensive financial plan, one that goes through all of these different scenarios and kind of lets you see what could happen and, and let you prepare. So reach out to JL Perkins Wealth Management. Lee and his team right there are ready to help you serve in the Macon area. And you can find them online at jlperkinswealth.com. You're going to find a lot of resources there as well to help you with taxes, uh, some webinars coming up there, and uh, many, many things on the website, including all of our past episodes of the Making Money podcast. So it's all right there on the website, but you can also call the office as well, 478-254-3550. And uh, you know, these, these events are ones that we all want to prepare for. So if you haven't, make sure you reach out to someone, a professional likely to go ahead and get these things lined up. Cause these are, these are a big deal. Lee. I mean, these really are, I mean, they're life events for a reason. They do change your life. No doubt, no doubt. And you got to be ready. So if you're talking to an advisor, lots of times we get painted into a box of, hey, here's my investment guy and he got me X percent in return last year or whatever. That's, man, if that's all your advisor is doing is trying to make you money, you're, you're getting shortchanged because there's so much more that's involved. That's a great point. So thanks, Lee, uh, for the time today. We're going to wrap it up on that note. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. And uh, we have a new one every other week. And you'll have it delivered right to you. You'll be notified right when it comes out. So make sure you hit subscribe when you get a second. But every episode can be found at jlperkinswealth.com. So for Lee Perkins, I am Ben George. Thanks for listening to the Making Money Podcast. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.